everybody welcome to another sports sports podcast i'm joel anderson and joining us as always is the sports outsider phil ranta jordan is not fulfilling his obligations right this is all right so if everybody wants to know as you know we've all been a little upset about the fact that jordan decided to schedule this european vacation right with his uh recent wife yeah uh you know even though like i said you just married her jordan and even before that he took a lot of time off when he was making her his wife through yeah. this ceremony right yeah. you know like and and so it's like we 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 happily gave him all of that time off but sure. now he's like oh i want to take a vacation to spend time with my new right. wife you just married her you're yeah. gonna be with her for 50 some odd years jordan well you need to spend a whole bunch of well, extra time now well if you look at the average, no, I'm not going to say that. Uh, we wish them well. We, yeah. uh, but, no, but no, no. also, this is, this is especially galling because Jordan is back in the greater Los Angeles area. Yeah, and apparently, just because he flew back from Europe yesterday, yeah, spending multiple hours and multiple different flights, and is you know, quote unquote, jet lagged. Right. He couldn't get himself up, flying around in jets, but can't yeah. wake up. Can't get up to drive an hour and a half. To, to get to Phil's studio at 9 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. But this is a sports comedy podcast. This is a sports uh, comedy podcast. Joel knows a lot about sports. I don't know uh, anything about sports. Jordan isn't here, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, and it's, we're it's comedians living in how LA. how much Jordan knows about sports. Can we still say we're comedians living in LA, even though all of us have day jobs that have nothing to do with comedy? <laughs> uh, no, I, I write comedy at my day job. I've been, well, that's true. I've yeah. been, uh, it's business comedy. Yeah, uh, but it's still comedy. I, I, write, work with, I write two-liners at my day job. I work with talent who do comedic things for a living. I work with comedians. Yeah. And uh, Jordan's still a comedian. He's like a working on comedy On suits? Writer. Yeah, well, it's close on enough. On suits? He's, he's building his reputation. So no, that that's he may fair. Eventually. On yeah. suits? <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, either way, the point is... There's funny banter because Phil doesn't know anything about sports. Yeah. And I'm a comedian. And yeah. you're trying very hard. <laughs> so. Very hard. So hard. Just uh, clinging on to this it's dream. It's the effort that's really admirable it's here. It's like this rocket ship took off and I grabbed the fin. And yeah. the astronauts who were still on the actual ship keep looking back and they're like, God, is Joel still, right. still clinging? You're like to uh, Tom Cruise in that uh, scene in Mission Impossible 4 where he's clinging to the side of the airplane. Yeah. And the scene itself isn't that impressive. But the fact that he really did it is, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. So what do we got on the show this week? Oh, let's see. We have two, count them, two, two interviews. Two yeah, guests, two wow. special, important guests. Right. Coming on here. Uh, the first is a representative for Dignity Health. Okay. Yep. So the uh, the Home Depot Center in Carson, California. Okay. I believe that's where the- uh, Where the Ikea is. Yes, there's an yeah. Ikea down there. There's yeah. also uh, the best velodrome in the country. I went oh. and watched the... And is that by where the Goodyear Blimp parks, I believe? I think that's in Carson. Is it? I think so. I did not know that. Yeah. I should have seen that when I was down in Carson to watch... It's right off the freeway, cycle. right off the 405. You can see the Goodyear Blimp parking zone. So, yeah, side note, if you're looking yeah. for somewhere to visit in California... Carson. Yeah, go. Um, track cycling is the one of the best live sporting. Oh, I thought you I've meant to had. see the Goodyear Blimp. But you could also see the Goodyear Blimp, is what I'm saying. Right, right. Yeah. 
Uh, Velodrome, not the same thing as the Technodrome. Yeah. That's where Krang uh, lives <laughs> in the Turtles. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But point is, the the major stadium there, the Home Depot Center, I yeah. think that's where the Chargers have been playing their games. They're going to move at the end of the season, I'm pretty sure. But uh, but yeah, it's been renamed, so it's now the uh, the... Dignity Health Sports Complex. Okay, that's good. Yeah. It's good to have uh, something about dignity and health sure. and sports, yeah. and it's a good message. So uh, a representative from Dignity Health is going to come on to talk to us about why they opted to sponsor uh, sponsor the, the stadium. Yeah, I just it's met him. And the, uh, Johnny Cares. Johnny Cares. There and, uh, what an appropriate name for someone right. working in healthcare. I wonder if it's his real name. We could get into that when yeah. he gets here, yeah. but Johnny he, Cares. He might have changed is, uh, it, but if he did, good call. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then also, we've got a, a janitor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Well, we have head of janitorial services at Dodger right. Stadium. He's a yeah. janitor. Yeah. This is a very L.A.-specific uh, podcast. I kind of like this one. It is. Well, I mean, they're local. It's easier to get him in yeah, here. But true. he's he's here to address uh, outside the lines from ESPN had a big expose and all yeah. of the, the health violations they found at stadiums Ooh. across all four major sports. Yeah. Uh, cockroaches, rats. Slime, right? All sorts of disgusting things. So when you were eating that ballpark hot dog, oh yeah, guess what? You're eating uh, slime <laughs> yeah. and mold and rat feces and not yeah. not the the healthy activity that you once thought it was. Right, right. That's yeah. uh, you think it's going to kill you because of cholesterol. Exactly. Not so. You think not so. rats, cockroaches, those are supposed to be in the hot dogs, not right. around them. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> then they cook out all the germs. Right, exactly. Uh, but before that, Tim Tebow, update, watch, update, brought to you by Mentos. Feel the rush in your mouth. And LeBron James, update, watch, update, brought to you by all the things that LeBron James sponsors today, tonight. Tim Tebow to host CBS competition series Million Dollar Mile from LeBron James. Whoa. That's right. Just in time for Christmas, there's a reason why our drops were altered from their normal state, folks. This is a mashup update watch update that involves both Tim Tebow, America's favorite virgin, and LeBron James, America's, America's favorite, favorite virgin. virgin. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't think LeBron, uh, is Tim Tebow still a virgin? Didn't he uh, get married? No, 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 not yet. Okay. Potentially to Miss Universe. Oh, okay. <laughs> but cool. not married yet, and LeBron James... You know, I think because he's so good at basketball, people don't talk about his children being immaculate conceptions. Right, right, exactly. But that's how amazing King James is. Good really. for him. Yeah. Uh, former NFL quarterback Tim Tebow has landed a new gig as the host of the forthcoming CBS physical competition series, Ooh. Million Dollar Mile. I like from it. From executive producers Allison Grodner and Rich Meehan. Ah, Richie Meehan. Yeah. Oh, and I guess we, we could also mention with Fly in the Wall Entertainment and LeBron James and Maverick Carter with Spring Hill Entertainment, as well as Warner Horizon Unscripted and Alternative te Television. Yeah. It's good that we got all those in there. Right. In the opening graph of this new story. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Deadline. We needed to know all the producers before we could get onto any media right. information. Totally. Yeah. Uh, Matt, Money Smith, and Maria Taylor will join Tebow as sports commentators in the 10-episode high-stakes physical competition series where contestants will have the chance to win $1 million every time they run the million-dollar mile. Ooh, right? Nice. Ooh, yeah. I like it. Uh, standing in their way is the most challenging course ever designed in a group of elite athletes with one mission, to stop the contestants from winning the money at all costs. So, yeah. We've talked about Million Dollar Mile 
We're excited about it. It was on a previous LeBron James update watch update. Right, yeah. The important yeah. thing about this is that people are going to try to go a mile, and then gladiators are going to be tackling them. Right. That's how I imagine it. I'm probably going to tune in. Uh, yeah. I'm not as excited as I would be if they brought back Wipeout. Oh, Wipeout was so right. good. Wipeout was so uh, good. Most extreme challenge ever was so good. Like, no matter how many times you watch someone just, like, trip and then go face first into the next bouncy ball oh, yeah. and then bounce off of it like 15 feet and yeah. land in water. I laughed. I Shout laughed out so to comedian hard. Brian J. Hunt from Los Angeles who competed on it once and fell hilariously. Right? Uh, I want to say, who's it? Drew. I used to be on a team with a guy who yeah. he was one of the PAs who I think nice. like wore a wetsuit and was there to To, to, to make sure that people's sure people spines weren't broken. Yeah. yeah, there we go. That is the one thing that always got me about it is I'm just sort of like, doesn't seem entirely impossible that someone could knock themselves unconscious and drown in the yeah. air and then fall into the water. Oh yeah, uh, okay, right, totally. Uh, yeah, and I think I've always said I I definitely would have gotten in the second round. I would have just hopped in and swum the whole way. Oh sure, yeah. Like I'm a I'm a fairly strong swimmer. Yeah. Would have just flew by. Sure, yeah. Uh, watching good people compete at their highest ability is always inspirational to me, said Tebow. Million Dollar Mile is a show that does just that. It motivates, thrills, and is aspirational, and I'm excited to be hosting the show. Now, that is definitely interesting from someone who is at least, hypothetically, still supposed to be a professional athlete. Right? Isn't he You'd a baseball player now? He is a baseball player. Yeah. He's going to be a triple-A next season. There we go. He actually wasn't that bad at single-A last season. This is a promotion... That might not be just because he's Tim Tebow. So what you're saying is this is a distraction. One worries that it is if he's really that into watching good people compete at their highest ability. I don't know. There was a certain uh, greatest basketball player that ever lived named Michael Jordan who took some time off of basketball to show the Monstars what's what <laughs> in a little movie called Space Jam. This is... This is how silly I am, Phil. I really thought you were about to reference Jordan's well-publicized shift to baseball briefly in the midst of his Hall of Fame career. But no, you were obviously, obviously... Wait, he did it well he was playing basketball? I thought Michael Jordan did it... No, I mean, he stopped playing basketball, and he went and he played baseball for really? like two years. And then he came back to basketball. And he I won... I didn't remember that. And like, you know, he won six championships... And they were sandwiched around the baseball. Like, he hypothetically oh, like eight no. or Oh, no. Michael yeah. Jordan. Well, his, his dad died. He was searching for something. Uh, and you know what he should have searched for? Space Jam 2, <laughs> starring Michael Jordan instead of LeBron James. This is, for, for what's half a LeBron James update, watch update, you're being really disrespectful, Phil. Michael Jordan also hosted Saturday Night Live while he was at the top of his game. Huge distraction. Yeah, well, fair enough. Joining us now on the podcast, uh, we have uh, Johnny Cares. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> you are it's me, representative Johnny Cares. from uh, Dignity Health. Yep, that's me, representative Johnny Cares from Dignity Health. You know, we believe in the dignity of health of all people. And, that's uh, you that's know, wonderful. Yada, yada. And like they have to be healthy in order to be people, and they got to be people to be healthy. So, uh, yeah. Uh, your last name is very interesting. Oh uh, yeah. Did you did you change it to that? Or? Oh, of course I changed it. Yeah, it's good yeah. branding. You know, if you're gonna be in the healthcare industry, you know, you want people to really think you care, and uh, that's yeah. why I put on a soothing voice like this. That's and have a soothing I, name like I Johnny feel Cares. So relaxed right now. Yeah, they they used to call me uh, Johnny Clubs back <laughs> in New York. See, that's bad. And and Johnny Clubs, that's not a name you want. So. Is that a nickname? 
remember was that your actual name? That was my actual name. Oh, okay. But also, it's because my father, uh, who was in the New York Mafia, changed his name to that. Then when he had me, I inherited right. that name. Right. Okay. So, yeah. All right. And I'm presuming that's because your father clubbed people. Yeah, he did. He, he right. Why was his weapon of choice was the club? Uh, but not me. No, my weapon of choice is caring. Yeah. You know? I mean, well, that's a fantastic story. I'm so yeah, glad. Yeah. You know, isn't it wonderful that even from something that horrible gave rise to a career oh, yeah. like yours? I'm a rose that grew out of concrete, like yeah. Tupac Shakur. <laughs> yeah. All right. And I'm very excited that now we're getting, we're going to have a sports arena named right. after us Speaking where people are going to be playing branding. American football. Yeah. In the dignity health. I wanted to be called the Johnny Cares Presents Dignity Health Sports <laughs> Arena, but instead it's just. Dignity Health Sports Arena, because we believe... Sports Complex. Sports Complex, yeah. yes, of course. It'll be an arena someday when we build them all outside of it. But but wow, boy, do we have some really great plans for that. You know what the most important plan we have of that? What's that? It's really important. At Dignity Health, you know, we make our money by by healing the sick and giving them dignity, right? And there's nothing better in terms of an investment than... Buying a football arena where people are making each other sick by bashing each other in the head all the time. And then where do they go? We go to Dignity Health Centers. Uh, boy. The where they you, can be cared for, you know? The fact that you used that, uh, I mean, the, the soothing voice there, I think, might have sort of maybe concealed part of the fact of what you just said there, which is which is really kind of horrifying. Uh, are you... Are you suggesting that the reason that you guys want to name the stadium is so that you can you can capture more of the business? Oh, we don't we don't like to use the word horrifying. We like to use the word shrewd. (laughs) That's look. Imagine this. It's horrifyingly shrewd. Let's let's put it this way, right? People are gonna play football, whether it's called Dignity Health or whether it's called Little Caesars or whether it's called you know Punch in the Butt. They're gonna play football in it no matter what, right? But if somebody gets clunked on the head and gets concussed once a game, and as they're coming to, they look up, and there's a huge banner that says, Why would they be getting clunked in the head? Health. You know, by other football players. Okay. It's a metaphorical just, you, I, I don't think I've ever heard that referred to as clubbed in the head. I said clunked in the head. <laughs> okay, right. right. They get clunked in the head by other I don't know why I'm player. hearing clubbed. Yeah. I don't, because probably because my father's name, my <laughs> yeah, original name. That's kind of what I'm was, thinking. You know, but look. They come to the, what, where am I? I can't see how many fingers you hold up. You know what they do? See a big banner that says Dignity Health, <laughs> Health Centers. At that point, they're like, take me there. Wouldn't it? Then they get cured in the rest of their life because sure. we, we give them dignity in their health care. They're going to be lifelong Dignity Health people for their CTE scans, <laughs> for the, all their broken bones, when they inevitably hurt their family yeah. because of all the brain damage. Yeah. Where's the family going to go? Chronic knee and back pain. Yep, Dignity Health. Health centers where they get a little dignity. Wouldn't, wouldn't it possibly be better for the Dignity Health Sports Park to become a... A bastion of preventative care? Couldn't you guys really, you know, maybe maybe focus on how to 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 play sports in a way that's that's safe from the get go? Oh, then no one would show up. It would be like marketing to an empty room. You don't, Joel. Let me teach you something about marketing. What I you think people do, would still be interested in football if the players weren't getting. You concussed. go to where your customers are and you tell the story. That's what marketing is all about. Where are your customers? Right. But when people name stadiums, they're usually their customers, as they're thinking about it, are fans of the team. Oh, well, let me talk about the fans of the team then. Sure. Imagine this, right? You are a fat sack of shit that likes football, <laughs> right? You waddle your way into a stadium, shove listeria dogs into your mouth. <laughs> 
and then get drunk and start punching. <laughs> Where do you go when you get the diabetes? Where do you go when you when you have to soft your foot because of the diabetes? Mm-hmm. Where do you go to get insulin shot from all that diabetes? Mm-hmm. You every day you say, you know what, Dignity Health. That's where they're gonna give me a dignified insulin shots and soft my foot in a dignified manner. Once again, uh, both the soothing voice and the repeated use of dignity here seem dignity. In a, inappropriate for the way. Dignity, <laughs> Joel. People need dignity. Yeah, I, in their uh, health, I uh, well no, they they absolutely do. But I want to say it's it's somewhat undignified for you to be talking about these people's health problems like they're a cash cow. No, it's customer acquisition. They're gonna do it anyways. That's the look. We've got other plans for things to sponsor for Dignity Health. All right, we've got um, we got Dignity Health uh, skateboard parks, <laughs> helmets optional. <laughs> Because nobody wants to see Tony Hawk in a helmet. Help, uh, people do. Right. Uh, anyone who cares about safety, I think Tony Hawk at this point wouldn't appear without a helmet because he understands how important they are. But imagine this, right? We're going to have Dignity Health uh, back, like uh, alley boxing, bare knuckle boxing. It's kind of like uh, fight clubs. But you know what? They're fight clubs with some dignity. I got to say, I mean, this is the first corporate sponsorship for street fighting that i think i've ever heard of i think we're the first yeah but i once think we again, got shouldn't, first shouldn't dignity competitive health? eating competitions oh. dignity health no more nathan's hot dogs that stuff will give you listeria <laughs> what we're gonna focus on is the dignity health and you know what maybe they'll eat something healthier like can you cram seven thousand carrots into your face in <laughs> 10 minutes They'll have laser sight. There's so much vitamin A. <laughs> yeah, not not to mention that's a lot of fiber. Dignity. I've always know? I've always wondered about the post competition poo. Right. And if if it's like a bratwurst eating competition, I pity those poor bastards who got to push all that protein out. But if you had oh, all yeah. those carrots, you're gonna be like a cannon. You're and you be know like what? A rabbit. We're, we're a global company. We're international. Imagine this: uh, the Dignity Health War in Yemen. <laughs> Do you know how many people are getting injured in the war in Yemen? It's shocking. And where do they go for their health care? Maybe army medical tents. Yep, Maybe probably. they find some sort of cousin or something with some rubbing alcohol they can pour on their wounds. Uh-huh. Why not go to a Dignity Health Center? Because if I'm not mistaken, Dignity Health is an entirely local Southern California hospital network. We're thinking big global, Joel. Is, so, so is the plan then to begin sponsoring conflicts and then setting up shop in the war zones? I think that that's that we we were <laughs> firm believers in Ronald Reagan here. Yes, that's, we, that's the plan. I I'm I want you to stop using the soothing voice because Dignity. again, I really feel like you're trying to use the aesthetics to hide what is an utterly horrifying where do you think, and monstrous practice. Where do you think we got enough money to sponsor a sports arena? <sighs> think about it that way. Dignity Health. Look, we're a company like any other company. We just care a little more because we want people to have dignity. I arguably, I think you care way less. I I have Kaiser Permanente. No, you they're don't want to know what they're up preventative to. Preventative care. Oh, you don't want to know what Kaiser Permanente is up to. They're Permanente giving people Permanente brain damage in their <laughs> test facilities. They're not testing on monkeys anymore. No, it's all human being. Okay, I mean. As bad as that is, you're you're also trying to give people brain damage. No, we know because they're using the same facilities as us. We're oh. frenemies. Oh. Dignity, you know. 
All right. Don't um, worry. They're all hobos. Well, this has not been a dignified interview. I feel like it's been very dignified. Next you, time you're you hurt horribly, yeah. remember, have some health care with some dignity and yeah. don't rat on your friends. <laughs> okay. Johnny Clubs, you will not be asked back to the podcast. Johnny Cares. <sighs> Joining us now on the podcast, we have a Phil O'Connor. Yeah, that's me, Phil O'Connor. Yep, uh, you are the head of janitorial services at Dodger Stadium. Dodger Stadium, yes, yeah. that's me. I'm the head. Uh, there was just a huge health report that came out. Right, we we were we were talking about yeah. that. It uh, uh, so outside the lines from ESPN revealed uh, the health conditions at a, a number of professional oh, stadiums yeah. around the country. Everywhere, there's there's very bad. There's shit. Everywhere, everything is covered in shit. Well, I don't think they were that. They're shit on the walls. They're shit on the hot dogs. They're shit on the seats. Every football player is covered in shit. They didn't specify shit. There's shit everywhere. As soon as we clean it, people shed it. Is this another piece of the outside? Wait, wait a second. The second that we we're running around frantically as janitors cleaning your shit, (laughs) and Uh, what do you do? You shit more. <laughs> you don't wash your hands. You spread shit on everything. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, that's clearly a concern here, but... Uh, your face is covered in shit right now, and you don't even know it. Well, I think... Uh, covered in shit. That's my beard. I don't have oh, shit on my okay, face. Okay, maybe not on your face. Maybe you wash it, but... Uh, yeah, but... Those football stadiums, the soccer stadiums, the baseball stadiums, they're all covered head to toe in shit. You think we're doing a bad job? No. The customers are doing a bad job. You know why? Because they don't wash their hands. They put their shit on the hot dog. They eat the hot dog. And then they shit even worse. Wait, I'm sorry. Are you... And we have to clean it. Are you blaming the customers? Yes, I'm blaming the customers. Where do you think the shit comes from? Do you think the janitors are putting shit on everything? Wait, no. Wait, you're, you're, you're literally talking about shit right now. Literally. I'm not Human talking about... Feces. I am not talking about shit in the way of clean the shit out of your room <laughs> or... Hey, you've got a little shit on your upper lip you should clean off. I'm talking about shit that you poop out of your shitty butthole. (laughs) And then you wipe your ass with shitty toilet paper and you don't properly wash your hands. And then you touch your nachos and feed them to your kids. (laughs) And then your kids put shit in their mouths. And then they shit diarrhea shits because of all the shit they're consuming. Phil. Phil, I mean, calm down for a second here. Again, I feel like we're losing losing track here of the main story, which is that all of these poor people have been eating potentially dangerously dirty food. Their own oh, shit! <laughs> Do you think that the owners of the sports teams are coming in and shitting on everything? No. It's people not being able to properly hygiene themselves. And getting served... Wash con- your hands! Getting served contaminated food. They contaminate it. <laughs> Where do you think the contamin? What, what you think cockroaches just appear in clean places? We have hundreds of janitors cleaning up after you like your messy babies. Well, but I mean, you're adults. Clean your own shit. It's, but yeah, but that's. I mean, it's a function of a stadium that stop has- dropping nachos on the ground. The cockroaches will stop showing up. You dirty, filthy animals. <laughs> Okay. Clean your shit. I mean, is is the I see the point. when you go over to your priest's house for Sunday dinner. I don't have a priest. When you go over to your satanic priest's house <laughs> for your Sunday dinner. Okay. 
and you're eating your pot roast or recently slaughtered pig or whatever you do in your satanic rituals, do you just spill your wine all over the ground? Do you, like, throw pork carcasses on the ground? No. When you do your sacrificial burnings, do you just leave ash everywhere? <laughs> we don't. You don't. So why would you go and do it in a stadium and make cockroaches and rats I, and your own shit everywhere? But uh, Okay. You're a guest. <laughs> I don't care if you're paying. You're a guest. Uh, but it, uh, And you're lousy guests. There's a difference between, like, a residence and a stadium. The whole point of the stadium is to have all those people come Oh, back. is the whole point to throw your shit everywhere? To touch clean surfaces and make them dirty? But I think it's understood, Fuck you, know, you! In a baseball stadium. Fuck you! Get out of my stadium, then! <laughs> I mean, that's... Clean up after yourselves, you dirty animals! One of the things I've always loved about... filthy, filthy... One of the things I've always loved about going to baseball games is the fact that you can have some peanuts and just toss the shells or spit seeds right there in the ground. Oh, is that policy now? It's always been policy. Or is that just what everybody does because they're fucking animals? (laughs) What are you suggesting? That you not have people over to watch baseball games? No, here's what I'm suggesting. What? We have trash receptacles literally everywhere. There's Those aren't a lot suggestions. Of receptacles. Those aren't suggestions. Those are requirements. Jeez, I don't want to get up from my seat to throw away peanut shells. Do you know? Everybody's going to do it. Do you know, do you know why I kneel during the national anthem? I I don't know why. I kneel for all the janitors that are touching your poop <laughs> every day, okay. and then going home to their wives, and their wives say, "How was your day?" And they say, "Don't kiss me on the lips. I'm sure it's covered in poop. <laughs> it's your dirty shit." That's okay. everywhere because you filthy animals that yeah. go to sports games. I wasn't aware that janitors filthy, were dirty animals. During the national anthem, we were. Nobody looks at the janitors. We're all sitting in the back we really kneeling, don't. Yeah. kneeling for our being wrist deep in your shit every day. I I did look. Not, can I can I at least shit say that- goes on the hot dog? Hot dog goes in the mouth. Mouth goes through your bowels. Bowels poop out even dirtier shit. Even dirtier shit goes on the hot dogs. Hot dogs <laughs> goes in your mouth. The hot dogs go through your bowels comes out your poop is even dirtier people have dysentery in america they don't even know it you <laughs> filthy animals clean your fucking hands um okay well you and- dirty filthy animals fuck you everyone that's listening go fuck yourselves you dirty fucking animals you're eating your own been, shit I you're eating your own shit to say there's not enough bleach in the car. world to uh, clean it off was nice having you on the show you don't got blood on your hands you got shit on your hands <sighs> Uh, yeah, th- thank you again. Uh, here's to the new baseball season. Fuck y'all. And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. All wide world weird sports time. Everybody wide world weird sports. Wide world weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's wide world weird sports: the football war. Oh uh, wow! Is this uh, is this the 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 border war between Michigan and Ohio State? No. Uh, it's also known as the Hundred Hour War. It's oh, so also that... known in Spanish as La Guerra del Football. Oh, wait. Is this like soccer football? It's also colloquial known as Soccer War. Oh, God damn yeah. The football war, there's a brief war fought between El Salvador and Honduras in 1969. Oh, They're like right next to each other? I yeah. always thought they were friends. I just want to make this clear to everyone out there in case this hasn't been clear. This is a war. Like a, yeah. this is not like the football wars. Like we're gonna play a tough game. They fucking went to war. Like wait, like, like tanks and planes and. Well, let me get into that part. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so existing tensions between the two countries coincided with rioting during a 1970 FIFA World Cup qualifier. The war began for, uh, July 14th, 1969, when the Salvadorian military launched an attack against Honduras. Oh, my God. Yep. The Organization of American States, or the OAS, negotiated a ceasefire on the night of July 18th, hence the 100-hour war, which took effect on July 20th. Salvadoran troops were withdrawn in early August. Wow. Can you imagine being like the negotiator for the OAS and getting woken up in the middle of the night? Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. You need to go settle a conflict. Oh, what's, what's this over? Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> over a soccer match. I'm going back to bed. Good. Okay, so what, what's the inciting incident? We get oh, okay. that it's soccer. But. Here we go. Context. Although the name football war implies the conflicts was due to a football match, the cause of the war go much deeper. Mm. The roots were in issues over land reform in Honduras and immigration and demographic problems in El Salvador. Honduras is more than five times the size of neighboring El Salvador, but in 1960, yeah, that's that seems weird to me. But I always thought they were roughly equivalent. But then, if you'd really pushed me, I would have said, "Boy, I have absolutely no idea," as is evident from the fact that I did not know that Honduras was five times as. I would have guessed Honduras was bigger, but I would not have guessed. Yeah, I think I would have guessed that too, but not not mostly just because I meet more people that are Honduran than El Salvadorian. So I think so. Yeah. I want to say, I can't remember if Elsa's parents were from Guatemala or Honduras. Oh, okay. I should know that. You should know it. Yeah. uh, Elsa from the hit Disney musical uh, Frozen. (laughs) Yes, yes, Yes. of course. Uh, uh, Yeah, I I feel like I've met more Salvadorians. Right, right. I think most of the guys, I used to work at a furniture factory. Ah. (laughs) Most of the woodworkers were Salvadorian. Oh, you worked at Salvadorian Furniture (laughs) Supply. Yeah, there we go. That'll be worth it. Uh, so in 1969, the population of El Salvador was some 40% higher than that of Honduras. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. At the beginning of the 20th century, Saldori- Sal- Salvadorans began migrating to Honduras in large numbers. By 1969, yeah. more than 300,000 Salvadorans One country has space, one country has people. Yeah, you do a trade. Yeah. Just like in America. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> easy, easy peasy. Yeah. Uh, these Salvadorans made up 20% of the present population in Honduras. So there's a lot of Salvadorans. Oh, there. wow. Yeah. yeah oh, God. Point. Yeah. It's one in five people is from yeah, Salvador. Exactly. El Salvador. Uh, in Honduras, as much as in Central America, a large majority of the land was owned by large landowners and big corporations. Yep. Yep. Yeah, exactly. The United Fruit Company owned 10% of the land. Oh, uh, those are terrible people yep the ufo ufc fucking hey ufc yeah there you go united fruit company uh making it hard for the average landowner to compete in 1966 united fruit banded together with many other large companies to create la federacion nacional de de agricultores y ganaderos de honduras which means the national federation of farmers and livestock farmers of honduras yeah incidentally if if you're one of those people who's like why do all of these stupid honduras want to come to our country it's like yeah because we fucked theirs up beyond all recognition right exactly for uh, decades we've been doing that so the abbreviation for it is FENACH F-E-N-H-E-H <laughs> was an anti-peasantry uh, as well as anti-El Salvadorian anti-peasantry yeah how awful do you they have to hate be the to poor and they hate immigrants uh, I don't I know guess if you say you're anti-peasantry my first thought is oh 
you want to elevate these people out right. of peasant status. No, 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 no. Incorrect. <laughs> you know what's funny, though, is I feel like a lot of policy happening in America right now is anti-peasantry. They just don't call it that. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. It masquerades as pro-peasantry. Right, exactly. When w- the outcome is very anti-peasantry. Right. One would argue that New York City in the 80s was very anti-peasantry <laughs> when they were taking homeless people and sweeping them literally underground. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, pretty bad. Uh, the group put pressure on the Honduran president, General Oswaldo Lopez Aureliano, to protect the property rights of wealthy landowners. Okay. Yeah, okay. but what are you doing for the rich people? Yeah. And yeah. how did the Salvador react? Oh, well, in 1962, Honduras successfully enacted new land reform, fully enforced by 1967. This law gave the central government and municipalities much of the land occupied illegally by Salvadorian immigrants and redistributed it to native-born Hondurans, Mm. as specified by the land reform law. The land was taken from both immigrant farmers and squatters, regardless of their claims to ownership and immigration status. So they were just like, your land is my land. My land is not your land. (laughs) This land is your land. Exactly. And now it's my land. Exactly. And they even might have owned it and been there legally, and they took it because of their race. Because it's my land. Right, this created problems for the Salvadorians and Hondurans who were married to Salvadorians. Oh! Uh, yeah, thousands of Salvadoran land uh, laborers were expelled from Honduras, including both migrant workers and longer-term settlers. This general rise in tensions ultimately led to military conflict. <laughs> this, we're, we're getting an awful lot of Central American corruption. And- yeah, you know what's tough about this? We're out of time, and yeah. there's so much more war to talk about. I'd say we got to make this part I, one. We, we got to go two parter because we have we have yet to get to soccer. This is a hell of a story. It's a hell yeah. of a story. So far, all we know is that people were getting fucked out of their land, right? Which is generally where things like wars happen when the rich start taking things that the poor owns away from them. Yep, big problem. And that brings an end to another wide world of weird sports. Oh, you learned so much about history on the sports podcast. That's very little to do about sports. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to a close another sports sports podcast. But before we go, uh, the janitor, Phil O'Connor, is going to come back to give us uh, our contact information. Uh, these microphones are covered in shit. That's not true for you listening I, at home. I, I put my mouth close to it. And you know what? One thing a janitor can always tell is when these mic- when something close to their mouth is covered in shit. <laughs> you get a sixth sense about it. Okay. I, I don't think they are, but please. All continue. right. You can find us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. That's twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. You know what they have on Twitter? A whole bunch of shit. I'm not kidding. It's covered in shit. Yeah. The whole website. I'm, I'm That's more of the metaphorical there. kind. Right. But your keyboard is covered in shit. I've heard that and it's disturbing. You could find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. That's facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. Facebook, not covered in shit. Wonderful, wonderful facilities there. They keep things clean. Everybody in San Mateo, they clean their hands. It's a wonderful (laughs) campus. I went there once because janitors like to go there in awe of how wonderfully clean they keep their campus (laughs) from shit. Good job on you, Facebook. Okay. But politically they're covered in shit <laughs> yeah metaphorically yeah or you can find all of our back episodes at soundcloud by going to soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast that's soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast it got a lot of trap music trap music is shit <laughs> i think you're right yep hey, hey joel merry christmas phil bye joel <laughs> <laughs>